0: My name is Lena Chang. Today is November 20th, 2019, and I'm here with Lawrence James at the Central Library for the Our Streets, Our Stories project at the Brooklyn Public Library. So, Lawrence, could you share your reflection on the Till Victorious One event and your also your reflections on 1619 and the 400th anniversary? Yeah. Um, I I thought it was uh, really significant that um, that the library put on such a spectacular uh, event. Uh, what really surprised me when I arrived here was the number of people that I saw. I had I had no idea that so many people were paying attention and were interested in you know, documenting the history of slavery in the United States. Um, The only thing that I could say um, negative, if you could consider that negative, is that they had scheduled so many, you know, a lot of the events simultaneously, so you had to be selective in which event you um, participated in. But over and all, it was a spectacular and very memorable evening. I mean, it was kind of long for five hours, but uh, it was well worth it, it was well worth it. Um, I just hope that there is uh, some type of follow-up, something else to go along with it, because I think it's uh, necessary for people to know how America treated its uh, people of color. Um, one of the things that um, is so significant, you know, is, is the method of today of how people are oppressed. Say, for example, in Brooklyn, I've noticed that there's been such an increase of storage facilities that are being built. And most of the, uh, the people that I know in my income bracket are priced out of the housing market. So um, the, the, the whole concept of slavery and racism, I believe is more economic today than, than, um, than anything else. So it's, it's, it's still happening, it's just in a different form. Um, I can remember years ago, the pitiful case of Emmett Till. This young boy that came from Chicago and in the South and he was accused of uh, flirting with a white woman and he was murdered. Now uh, 50 years later, the woman who um, was supposedly offended by Emma Till came forth and said that she lied. So um, that's just one incident. I, I, can't, I can't imagine how many other incidents that are unrecorded that they just took the word of a white person over a black person because you weren't even considered a person. You know, um, I think back of um, Tulsa, Oklahoma, when they had um, what they called the Black Wall Street when so many uh, people of color had um, their economic freedom and they acquired property, they acquired wealth to the point where white people felt threatened and they burnt down the whole town. I, I don't know what this um, type of fear comes from, but it, it just seems, it just seems that, um, that there's a certain class of people that has to have another class of people that they feel superior to, and it seems like that's the whole foundation of racism. All of this division um, wants to—somebody f- has to feel superior to the other person. And you know, when when I look at it, I think everybody wants the same thing no matter what your color or ethnicity is, everybody wants to be able to provide for their family. Everybody wants love. Everybody wants to be independent, to uh, have some kind of um, freedom of choice, Uh, whether it be religion or or occupation or where you live. It's just basic human rights. But um, for some reason, it seems that the people that, assumed power uh, feel threatened by the black population. So I think you um, kind of touched upon it um, later on, but what would your personal view or idea of utopia and revolution would be? I would like to see um, where there is no um, stereotypes that um, a person has a judgment of me based on some kind of false information I don't want to be treated any different or better than anyone else I want to be treated based on my merits I don't want to be given anything but I just want an opportunity an equal opportunity like everybody else my idea of, of a utopia would be a police force that respects the people that they are trying to protect. And it's not a, an aggressive police force. It's not a, a, a police force that, that feels that a certain percentage of the population are automatically gonna be deemed as criminals. Oh, well, they're, they're black or brown or Latino, so they're more likely to commit a crime than anybody else. I believe that's false. And I would like to see, um, you know, equal opportunity for housing, places to live. For example, you see examples on the TV of people living in these housing projects, ceilings collapsing, elevators that don't work, pipes broken, and so forth. And these are uh, uh, buildings that are controlled by the city, and they just seem to neglect them. I believe because of the people that live there. It doesn't happen in in, uh, other neighborhoods that are predominantly Caucasian. So uh, yeah, I, I, um, I would just like to see some equality in action rather than just paying lip service to it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story tonight. Thank you.